everybody. Welcome to this month's episode of Obscure Animation. This is the podcast where we like to give a shout out and talk about underappreciated, underrated, obscure, little known, all those different kind of things for animated films. It's a lot of fun and I'm excited to talk about this month's movie, although it will showcase my very poor pronunciation of French me. So. <laughs> and I'm no help either, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, Rachel Stanford, is here with me because every month. Yes. So this is really fun. We are talking about the 2015 animated film Phantom Boy, and this is from the directing team of Juan Luis Felicoli and Alain Gagnol. <laughs> I'm sure hey, terrible. nicely done. As far as that's what you do, <laughs> I couldn't do any better. <laughs> yeah, and so it's gonna be fun. I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, it's not that often that we get new original, not only 2D animation, but original superhero stories. People trying to tell something fresh, and so it's kind of I I, uh, I appreciate it, and I think it's an interesting film. So, uh, had had you ever seen this one before? No, I hadn't seen it. So I. You know, I always am open to your suggestions, and so this was this was a really interesting yeah film. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad this is available to watch on Netflix. So it most people uh, will have some availability to watch it. So if you think it sounds interesting, then uh, yeah, then then check it out. Uh, had you seen a Cat in Paris? No, but I had heard of it. But it was interesting. Phantom Boy was not on my radar at all, Rachel. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I never even heard of it until you talked with me about it. Mm-hmm. And so, or you know, you, or you had mentioned it, and then I was thinking I was getting it confused with another film because when I you know, when I when I found it and then started to watch it, I was like, oh, this is not the one I. <laughs> this was not the one. Uh, oh, was, yeah. Where did you see it first? Well, at that point, in two, this didn't come to the United States until 2016. Yes. And I was on, because of Rotoscopers, I was on the uh, G-Kids kind of screener list. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they pretty much just sent me uh, either a link or a DVD of any movie they were releasing. I, I kind of, I don't know, I, I feel like it's more hit and miss that I get those now <laughs> uh-huh. every once in a while. But the person that I was sort of my contact at the time that since left yeah, uh, GKS, yeah. I think, has, has some new, they've got some new employees. Huh? Cause yeah, yeah. I get and their then, emails, too, and I don't recognize these names. Of the, of the right, people. yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, GKS is so amazing. They're such an incredible uh, uh, gift to animation. Uh, they're know, kind right. of the, almost, the only thing I can think of compared to is sort of the Bloom House of animation, and they they don't have the hits the Bloomhouse has. Maybe more the A24. Maybe that's a good comparison of animation. Uh, you know, that has these sort of indies that they champion and release and distribute and everything like that. And, yeah. And uh, they, uh, they've done a great job of not only uh, presenting these animated films, to the best of their ability try to get them in at least art house theaters things like that uh but they've done a very good job of getting awards recognition for these animated films almost every year there's one or two g kids promoted 
release. Uh, they've done a lot better than some of the other smaller studios in that regard uh, that, uh, you know, when you hear, like I was so excited to hear that uh, Makoto Shinkai's new film is being released by G Kids uh, this year. Yeah. Uh, is because, you know, your name was distributed by, I think, Shout Factory. Yeah, it was Shout Factory, if I'm not mistaken. And, yeah. you know, they just don't have, they don't have, they don't have what it takes. Right. To reward. And, you know, you look at what <laughs> kids is doing, how now that, you know, they, they have, the, they do the North American distribution for all Studio Ghibli films now, too. Yeah. And they've, you know, they've put together that fantastic, Ghibli Film Festival, you know, that they, that, yeah. that's going again this year where they, they're working with Fathom Events and you can see, you can see both the Japanese, you know, in, in, in Japanese as well as the, as, as the English dub, you know, on different nights. I mean, it's so cool. I, I really, I really admire what G-Kids does. Totally with you. Yeah, we should all be grateful, us animation fans. I know, right? There's quite a few that we've talked about on this podcast yeah, that, that have been G kids releases. Yeah. And uh, so that's how I first watched it was through them. And so I oh, did, okay. I did a review for rotoscopers and I did a review on my channel. So I can put a link to those. I really try to pay attention, you know, to, to releases that are coming at least to, to our market, Rachel. And I yeah. just, maybe this showed up briefly, like with the solid film society or something. Yeah. But I, n I never remember even. No, I think it actually was only here for one weekend. I, oh, I vaguely wow. remember, yeah, that it was okay. just in and out, even here. So it's not like we're very fortunate to be here because they do have the Salt Lake Film Society because of, I think, the Tumbleweeds Film Festival and because the Salt Lake uh, Utah Film Center, Salt Lake Film Society is in charge of Sundance uh, family. And so I think oh, those right. two things kind of keep them uh they they have these indie uh animated films in theater in the broadway theater and at the tower theater that i think a similar size city most of them wouldn't have yeah they wouldn't have it so yeah. we're lucky we're very fortunate yeah and so yeah this film uh it uh it's by these two french animators uh jean louis and alan gagnol and they had done, they'd been nominated for Academy Award for Cat in Paris. And Cat in Paris is a lovely movie. And I think it is honestly one of the most, like, I don't know, one of the most refreshing portrayals of sort of the, the stress and the life of a, uh, of a single mother. Like, I liked the fact that the, because they're always portrayed as these sort of, perfect women who are just these champions and, and and they do incredible things there's no doubt about that uh the, the single moms but i i just really appreciated how she this the mother in the cat in cat in paris is like a really flawed woman she is she is not a very good mother uh but she's trying really hard so you feel sympathy for her but she's just completely overwhelmed by sort of her her need for revenge for the death of her husband who was also her partner in as a police officer and the mob kind of took took him out and so she's like kind of obsessed with investigating this uh mobster who 
killed her husband uh, named Victor Costa. And uh, there ends up becoming this cat burglar who becomes involved. And there's this really good mystery. And so you can see some of those kind of elements also in Phantom Boy. Phantom Boy, definitely. Yeah. And it has a similar visual style as well. Oh, okay. Feels like sort of Cubanism, kind of very geometric, very like the use of shadows, the use of that they have in this. And yes. I think it's probably better uh, than uh, than this, but uh, I think they both have things to appreciate. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I need to check that one out for sure, too. Yeah. I think we, I'm not sure if this, if Cat and Barris is on Netflix, but it's definitely, definitely worth a rental if it's, if it's not. Okay. Uh, so what were your overall thoughts watching Phantom Boy? What did you think? Well, again, it really had, I thought, a European sensibility to it, both in animation style and just, and, and, and tone. I liked how it was, although it's a fantasy film, it's very real with the emotions. You know, it's about this, boy who's sick and they don't really disclose a lot about his illness but he's sick enough to be in a hospital you know Mm -hmm. he's committed to this hospital for a while and i just appreciated the fact that they were i thought emotionally authentic you Mm -hmm. know for lack of a way to say rachel but also that it was it was quite fanciful and the way it was it was going you know a combination of fantasy and and true life because the the criminal element was a bit you know kind of gangster movie to, to type, type, you know, but still they, I thought they, they, kept, they kept it interesting enough and enough grounded in reality that you could, you mm-hmm. could kind of buy it, even though again, it's, it's, it's a very fanciful yeah. movie too. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely elements of the feel. Uh, they're definitely trying to give that sort of crime noir yes. uh, kind of feel to the story. And uh, there's definitely parts that are kind of over the top and uh, that, are, you know just really hit the the different tropes of that of that genre you know like the tough talking police cop police yes. uh, chief and the uh, uh, <laughs> exactly. uh things like that uh but uh but uh, yeah i think they do a good job of of giving some real heart to it some real like emotion the animation is so pretty it is pretty and, to look at unique that yeah. i really enjoyed that and Overall, I just, it's just, refre- I found it very refreshing to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yeah, same here. Both from a superhero standpoint, and that's why I thought of covering it this month, because this is Phantom Boy, we have Spider-Man, which is about a, you know, teenager, uh, you know, out this month, so I thought it would be kind of a, if people are looking for something that's kind of refreshing, with maybe some of the same themes, they could, uh, they could check out this Phantom Boy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think you're right. I, I always, I don't know why I always sort of just kind of assumed that he has leukemia. I don't know why. <laughs> That's just my kind of feels like those are the symptoms, but yeah, it doesn't really specify it. Yeah. I, I wonder if it was leukemia yeah. you know, or some kind of cancer, you know? Yeah. Something different. Yeah. Something like that. And, and you're right. Uh, he, so he develops this, this power that uh in the hospital where he can separate from his body and his spirit will or his phantom as they call it here uh can travel outside of uh can travel all over the city and he can Um, fly yeah and go through 
any kind of physical barrier, walls mm-hmm. or whatever. He's just, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, we're t- talking about a cool power. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And uh, I forgot to say that this, uh, there's the studio that's part of this. It's a Fulimage, F-O-L-I-M-A-G-E, that was actually founded in 1981. Uh, but they've done mostly shorts and series, television series, but they did have done five features. So, uh, and, and they're definitely, their most famous is a cat in Paris. It's too bad the people at Illumination can't just purchase them and spread these movies, you know, because they're from France. They're right. From, they're there. Maybe help, maybe help <laughs> with their films too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it'd be like probably five percent maybe of the budget of a minions movie right exactly (laughs) but anyway yeah so leo this kid leo can separate from his body and i i I do think it was a really powerful scene almost immediately he uh, because his parents are putting up a really brave face for him uh and then he separates and he goes and he sees his mother crying in the car Mm -hmm. and he is never never seen any of that kind of emotion yeah and i thought that was really moving i thought it was moving too you know as i previously mentioned i and again uh, you know uh, a brave choice by the filmmakers but also again a very kind of with that european realist sensibility heightened with the fantasy (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know with the fantasy of him being becoming phantom boy and able to do what he does yeah what did you think of the the way he was animated as a phantom sort of that fluorescent blue i liked it yeah and i particularly like it when he flies actually i i love the like the opening credits even yeah they have that just that line you know that that shows clearly that you're introducing like okay someone's going to be able to fly we assume it's phantom boy <laughs> you know but but uh, i i really liked it what did you think oh i love it i love those scenes uh when you just get a sense of of just him being free yeah and the cubism in all of the buildings the way it just looked so cool and you but you could tell that these french people have probably never been to new york city right <laughs> that's pretty funny it's but, yeah. <laughs> yeah again that part is not too realistic right <laughs> but uh but yeah it's just i just it's visually really really beautiful and i think the music it's somebody named sergey Bissette mm-hmm. who also did the music for cat in paris oh, okay and i i really enjoy the music there and i enjoyed the music here i thought it, they did a really nice job yeah i really like the music too i thought it added Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot uh, yeah yeah, yeah. uh so what do you think of this mob boss named the face what do you think of his design and also i like his design his again yeah. it's like cubism mm-hmm. and you know he's scary he reminded me almost like of something that maybe you'd see in like dick tracy you know or yeah. something just this grotesque but but really kind of fascinating here i i thought he was a very i thought he was an effective villain again maybe a bit stereotypical you know yeah. for lack of a, a you know a better word but still though effective and men is definitely menacing definitely mm-hmm. uh, a good villain for the film yeah yeah i i think so i think that uh the dick tracy is a good uh point of comparison i think you could even uh compare to some of the 
superhero movies in the 90s almost just in uh, visual yeah, appeal yeah, <laughs> some of those things uh, that they had and uh, i think that vincent d'onofrio does a pretty good job in the uh, in the dub yeah i think so too yeah because that was that's the one that says on netflix is this english dub that that's got some pretty famous people that you you know you'll you'll, you'll recognize i think vincent d'onofrio does a, a perfectly fine job Mm. with it too yeah because he's been uh, i think that he's uh the bad guy on the netflix daredevil show i'm pretty sure yes yeah he plays kingpin and i liked this whole conceit of this he's starting out by turning off all of the power to the city yeah and uh that and and seeing all the buildings just lose their light i thought that that whole sequence uh really worked when he gets to some of the shenanigans with his goons and stuff like that that interests me less yeah same same here i the 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 pad the animation's really neat and very effective Mm -hmm. with the with the power outage but yeah some of the stuff with the goons i don't know i guess i got it was tiresome for me and like with the dog and stuff like that yeah i mean this was cool because he's like in the for in the beginning there's only darkness and so it's like reciting the bible and it just brought a lot of cool film noir kind of yes it all i think yeah and that's where we get to meet lieutenant tanner yes (laughs) he's the other main character and he gets he he won't kind of listen to listen to instructions which is again a very classic uh you know whether you're talking like mo gibson's character in lethal weapon yes, or exactly. you know there's a million sort of any number of yeah and that seemed very american to me you know his uh-huh. and and maybe that's also a similar thing in in, in many other police movies too you know around yeah. the world <laughs> but, the headstrong cop kind of a yes. thing is 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 you see it all all the time yeah and uh he ends up getting assigned to work in the docks which to me it was kind of funny to me because like that seems like a pretty like i wouldn't send somebody to be out of the way like if i if i wanted to send somebody to be out of the way i'd send them to be i don't know over school or something like that (laughs) like doing security for like a bowling alley or something like yes, that's the kind of thing right <laughs> not the, the docks you, know, you said like the elementary school or something right where it's just kind of like really especially if you don't want him to be looking into all this yes this stuff and so he's working there at the docks and he ends up getting beat up by these goons and by uh, the face and he breaks his leg and i don't know maybe it's those french hospitals but i don't know why he has to spend so much time at the hospital for a broken leg i know because like, <laughs> you know it's like argus was such an outpatient procedure you know like they yeah. said it you know like get out of here you know All right you have to go yeah. home in america <laughs> that universal health care over there in france yeah. <laughs> you can stay in the hospital for two weeks <laughs> With a broken leg yeah that was kind of funny i yeah. so too. In fact, I, I kind of was one you know as it was going i was just like yeah shouldn't you have like maybe a more severe a severe illness yeah yeah <laughs> given, given that phantom boy you know was got he's pretty sick uh-huh. yeah and the face tells the sheriff he says that he wants a billion dollars uh or he's going to release a computer virus that's going to take over the city 
and uh, I actually think billion's probably a little low when you're talking taking yeah. over all of New York City. Like, yeah, pretty... it is a little. <laughs> yeah, like, area. I was yeah. thinking the same thing. Even because this was only made, you know, it was released in 2015, right? Like, yeah, if it were 30 years ago or something, maybe that might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's 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 small. I'd give him the billion dollars. I mean, come on, we're we're getting right. into, like what? A, we're getting into the trillion dollars in our national debt. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. no problem. But um, but yeah, I mean, I do think that the people have to be really careful. Uh, still doing this kind of terrorism in New York City's. I mean, it's 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 almost twenty years since uh. 9-11 but it still feels raw to it me it still does i know yeah I, know. I just yeah and maybe it always will be since you know we yeah lived through it even though and not we weren't there but but we were in our country and yeah uh, and still yeah and i always i always have thoughts and feelings about about that too mm-hmm. regardless even even if it's this animated movie from france you know it still yeah. it still brings up kind of well, whenever i see you know like if i'm watching when harry met sally or something like that and i see the images yeah it always just breaks the heart of the twin towers and yeah. and of course this didn't have that but for something that's being approached kind of silly as far as terrorism uh they they have to be careful yeah i, guess, I think yeah so I wasn't offended or anything, but I wasn't either. And again, yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, it's, it's France, and also because the way we were, I mean, all we had commented too, just about the animation and some of this other stuff, you know, kind of the ransom money or not, I mean, not the, yeah, know, whatever uh, he's trying to get get them to give him and stuff. So when Tanner gets to the hospital, he has an experience out of body with Leo and he is the only one of all the different people that I guess he's done this with that actually remembers the next day uh, that this happened. Everybody else evidently forgets. Yeah, they forget. And so, and, and Leo knows that he can only go so far for so long he actually can go i think as far as he wants he just has to be back he has to be back within a certain time period he's very it's very yeah there's a big time constraint otherwise he'll die right yeah. isn't that yeah it was, it was, yeah he'll die and so he starts to he gets very excited he wants to be friends with tanner and they end up uh you know working on this case of they get involved because there's this woman named Mary. And what did you think about Mary? You know, Mary is an interesting character. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I liked her. She seemed, I mean, in some ways, it was almost like she was a, a, out of place. But then in other ways, it's like, well, she's bringing a kind of an unusual take on on the kind of a even though again this is a fantasy but on this kind of traditional buddy cop mm-hmm. kind of thing you know she's she well she is an archetype too sort of i mean a little bit damsel in distress but also like the tough talking reporter yes you know, kind of thing you see here and uh, and compared to in cat in paris where the mother is just such a rich interesting character who's like bitter and angry 
and uh, and yet still loving. Uh, I think that uh, that that is a real weakness to her because she's just kind of bland. I thought she was bland. I mean, she's she's sassy enough and kind of brave enough, but oh, but really, overall, mm-hmm. uninteresting. Uninteresting, I thought. Yeah, she's you like know, a that, weaker version. No, she's like a weaker version of April from the Ninja Turtles. I mean, it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with you on that. And uh, Leo, he loves cops. So that's why he's pretty excited. Uh, but Tanner's kind of, uh, at the beginning, Detective Tanner is kind of upset because his crime boss is not letting him work on the case. And, and uh, it's only when when leo can kind of give this information uh and and that he realizes that he can use uh this as a tool that uh he starts being nicer because he's kind of mean to to leo he's mean but yeah then when he realizes what's happening i mean he was able to able to connect so leo is able to connect with him even if he's not you know he does when he's just conscious and, and connected with his phantom <laughs> you know, when yeah he's, right with his spirit and uh so that's pretty cool i mean because that that really provides him with a very unique yeah tool set to really be able to do some amazing detective yeah. work and yeah. and just when you're getting a little frustrated they'll have one of these flying sequences and i think it kind of brings me back yes movie. exactly when i'm getting I mean, I never really got bored, but when I get a little kind of frustrated, like, yeah. uh, can we move this forward? Can we move the plot yeah. forward? Yeah, then like a really cool sequence happens with the flying. Because yeah. it's only 84 minutes, so it's not very long. But right. yeah. yeah. Which is so interesting because it was, it seemed short, but it also seemed longer than that yeah. to me. I know, me too. Yeah. And the part I, I don't care for, I didn't think in general, I didn't think the humor really worked. And I was yeah. just a, the humor seems really out of place. Yeah, I don't know if that's just a cultural thing or Yeah, maybe what. it would work better and you know, like if you were a native French speaker or you know, and we said mm-hmm. we we're watching the French just the French language version. I wonder if I wondered about that too. Yeah, I mean it's hard to say because I mean I love a town called Panic and that's French and it's hilarious. So who knows? But um but yeah, I didn't think the things like the this goofy dog and stuff like that. I don't know, it just dog. wasn't yeah. wasn't my favorite <laughs> uh, i also really didn't care for the scene when there's a mole amongst the group of goons yeah. and they end up going into that strip club kind of place which again that was a little jarring because i'm thinking this is like a kid's movie yeah, <laughs> i mean a protagonist a family movie you know and and, and they're going to a strip club like what? i didn't really i didn't really care for that but I loved the scene when he's talking about sometimes I forget how heavy my body is and, he, uh-huh. uh, and he's flying and you see him at Central Park. You see him on top of Lady Liberty's torch. That whole sequence was great. I thought so too. And again, in a way, I was just trying to put myself into his shoes because, you know, I haven't personally known you know, young, young kids that have been so sick like that. I've known older people mm-hmm. you know, that have been sick like that, but just think what a liberating concept just to know that your, your body might be sick and keep you down but to be able to go out and still do something wonderful like the fanboy can do it's just i think again such a wonderful concept yeah i think so for sure and do, do we know does his 
uh, sister Lily, does she see him as the Phantom or not? I don't think she does. Okay, because there was time he it was like, it, he he was a little. Can you see me? Yeah, I think she actually did. I don't think she ever did, or she could. Mm-hmm. She could. Maybe she could sense him, but I never got the impression that she could see him. But maybe I I could mm-hmm. be wrong. So Mary ends up, I think, dropping her phone. Yeah, and uh, the face gets. A message from Tanner on Mary's phone. Uh, so they find her and they hold her up, and she's in the car. Kind of when this happened, and that was a pretty creepy sequence when he's trying to get into her car. Yeah. And then you see the the mole character uh, gets hit by a safe, so yeah. he's he can't do any good. Right. And they send these goons to the uh, hospital to try to take out detective tanner but leo's able to go and they're able to kind of uh they 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 actually take leo he's out of his body but they're carrying him carrying the body so leo can't find his body yeah so yeah that's that's that's, i think a pretty cool and kind of an exciting sequence too how Mm -hmm. madly flying through that building just through walls and doors and everything you know Mm-hmm. trying to find his body and just think wow yeah that's this is a dilemma yeah and his body like it starts to kind of morph a little bit yeah. it's sort of weird uh but yeah he's, he's yeah the rules of this whole thing are kind of weird yeah overall. <laughs> so leo follows rufus to get to the face and he eventually is able to get back in his body so that's sort of that episode but then Tanner ends up Tanner ends up getting fired by his boss. Yeah. He just wants to just pretend like this is all not happening. And he doesn't believe any of the clues that Leo is finding about about the face because he, he's like, How could you know these things? You're in the hospital. And so, you know, it's 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 pretty it's pretty fun, pretty interesting. Uh, and then also uh, Leo is there with Mary and after he finds the face he he's there with mary uh because mary's trying to get out of the yeah uh they're out of the shipyards or whatever and uh so so tanner is telling the directions on how to get out of the shipyard uh because leo is there by her but she he doesn't know so i don't know it's it, it's pretty it's pretty well done i thought that was really ultimately like the best use of teamwork you know with them i I really like that sequence a lot yeah yeah it was it was good and they create tension i think the music helps a lot the animation helps a lot yes and uh so you know it it works it works well and then mary is trying to figure out the the face's password uh, to try to stop the virus from getting released and the password she finally figures out is eyelids I forget how she, I forgot to write that yeah, down. I'm trying to remember how, yeah, oh. <laughs> some logical, you know, for the procession through that. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. It makes sense, you know, right? I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> but it, she's on a boat at that point, and yeah. she's trying to figure out the password on the boat. The the fa- face is, uh, like, attacking the boat. It's, it's, like, exploding. So, anyway, they're just trying to build up tension, build up tension of everything that is happening. And meanwhile, Leo is fading he's getting he's been away from his yeah, body so long body so long yeah and uh so then you and then you also have the rufus the dog attacking 
face, which allows Mary to go, but Leo's still really, really fading. And uh, you get Lily reading to Leo's body, uh, and that seems to help for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Things happening. And uh, yeah, he ends up coming back, and uh, they're able to capture the face and the goons and everything like that. Yes, justice, uh, justice prevails. Justice prevails, yeah. And then the captain, of course, gives Tanner back his job. Well, the mayor wants to congratulate him. Uh, it's very exciting. And do we get the impression that, that once he leaves the hospital that he kind of forgets what happens or that with Leo or do they remember each other? I can't, I can't remember. I forgot to write that down. I... It seems to me that they remember each other, but then also, it's, yeah. also it's kind of unclear mm-hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just watched it, but still. Yeah, because yeah. I think this movie is over a fairly brief, I think it's only a day. It's a day. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So anyway, they they get honored, uh, or Alex, uh, the, um, the Tanner, gets honored uh, for saving the city by the mayor, and uh and then at the end he says my name is leo i'm 11 years old and i'm a hero yeah that's kind of your ending yeah and uh, yeah a classic I, superhero ending uh-huh. in a way right yeah. Yeah. yeah and i don't know if uh once he's better completely better if he'll never have this happen again or if uh this is something that will happen again probably not but uh it's an, a nice little contained superhero movie i I just feel like we get that's just such a rarity we hardly ever have that happen anymore and it's not the kind of movie that you're gonna remember as a favorite or the best movie or something like that but i think i think it's a sweet little movie and i love the animation yeah it's really it's i enjoyed watching it too so many ways it felt to me and i mean this is a total compliment rachel but looking at a, just a wonderfully illustrated children's book, mm-hmm. you know, where you just, you just got to get taken away with, with the art and the story is fun and compelling enough, but I think I like the art more than I like the story. Yeah. I agree uh, with you. Still though, I, it was really, it was, it was, it was an enjoyable watch and I just appreciated the uh, recommendation <laughs> from you. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome. It was fun. It was fun to re revisit it as well. And uh, yeah, I like said, if you're just in the mood for something different, something fresh, it's on Netflix. It's only 84 minutes. Definitely, I think, worth, worth your time to check yes. out Phantom De- Boy. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, and I, I said, I think the in general, I think the voice dub is, is perfectly serviceable and fine. I thought have, so too. You have Jared okay. Padalecki. Nothing really stood out as like negative, you know. I just thought, you know, this is this, they're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio. You have Melissa Disney, Fred Armiston. Fred Armiston, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, there we go. So that's that's Phantom Boy. It's it's a fun little movie. So uh, yeah, we are uh, still kind of debating. I think what we want, or or were you interested in doing the um, the wild uh, wild thornberries? Oh yeah, for sure. That's okay, because I think that'll be a perfect one for August because it's all about adventure and yeah. I don't know. No, I think that'll be fun <laughs> and you know that fun Paul Simon music because I know I've seen that. Yeah. It's, just, you know, it's been a, it's been a while. But that'll <laughs> I, be fun. Yeah, I technically have reviewed it for Family Movie Night 
one of the very first ones I did, uh-huh. but it's been a long time. So, uh, yeah, it's a really fun, I, I, in my opinion, I think the Wild Thornberries show is the best of those Nickelodeon of shows. Those Nickelodeon, yeah. Um, and the I, golden I, age of Nickelodeon, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think the movie is just like this hidden little gem that's really got a ton of heart and fun. it's funny and the animation and like you said the music so let's do that next month that'll be really fun yeah. and if you have any suggestions of what you'd like us to do for obscure animation or indie animation please let us know we'd love to hear your thoughts and uh thanks again and uh stanford where can people find you I'm on Twitter at Stanford Clark, and I also have a movie blog and podcast, which is at moviespastandpresent.com. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all the social media, and on iTunes and YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes, if you can give us your ratings and reviews. And if you're listening on YouTube, you can give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that as well. And uh, if you are interested, become a patron of uh, all of my content. We talk about animation. We talk about new movies, uh, $5 a month for our Facebook group. It's really fun and growing. And we have perks and different things. We have animation junkie t-shirts and other fun stuff. So check it out. All that will be in the description. So thanks very much. And we'll talk next month. Hey, thanks. Bye. Bye.